Well, hey, everyone. Welcome. Midweek Live. Hey, this might look a little different for you if you're watching on video. It is. If you're just listening on podcasts, then this means, <laughs> what I'm about to say <laughs> means nothing to you. <laughs> Thanks for being gracious. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're looking a little different. Thought we'd try something a little new. Um, so thanks to Andrew Kaufman for um, pulling some strings and making some stuff happen. Um, I'm Kim. And I am Ben. Good yeah. to be here with you. Yeah. And uh, so last week we started this thing where we're in a new series and we said, hey, let's unpack the message. Let's have the conversation that we hope people are having in small groups or that they're having um, as uh, as you go about your your day, maybe your notes kind of look like mine, you know, like lots of little things here and there. Um, and, and you're praying over it. You're, you're letting the Holy spirit yeah. speak to you throughout the week. You do something. With yeah. It. You're not just like Sunday. Cool. Check and mate, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like <laughs> trash, <laughs> <laughs> great message. Recycle. Yeah. No, you know. <laughs> and if you don't know, there are uh, discussion questions on the back of every outline. Yes. And uh, some of you use those in your small groups, your life groups. Yeah. And, uh, but they're great for personal, uh, quiet times, times with the Lord. A hundred percent. And, and, um, they really are supposed to strike conversation, not yeah. only to question for yourself, yeah. right? You can, you can do those and answer the questions, um, yourself, or you could be in a small group. That's actually a good thing. If you've never started a small group, you can start one. Yep. So easy every week. Yep. They're right there. Invite people to your house. Yeah. Go to meet at McDonald's. Invite them yeah. to your house. Watch the message together. Hey, you could probably do a you, small group while you play golf even. I mean, really? Yeah. Well, I mean... You could do you just the Bible about anything. On your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And if you didn't know, um, so I was telling Ben, I've heard his message four t- four times. My favorite number. Four. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I watched it on YouTube. If um, if you don't follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us there, and you can watch full full messages with the worship and everything, or just yeah. the message by itself. Um, and we also have a podcast. Nor- not just not just midweek live, but North Point has a podcast. Right. So I listened to you this yeah. morning as I was on my jog. Yeah. And then as I came into work, I was um, I was listening to Ben and uh, some solid, solid stuff, Ben. Did you did you run slower or faster <laughs> as a result? <laughs> um, no comment. A- average. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't it didn't make me slower or faster. Gotcha. There you just go. Just normal. There, yeah. Just normal. Yeah. Just normal. Um, so your message was called When Will I Be a Good Enough Christian? Right. That's kind of a loaded question. It is was it? a loaded question. Yeah, it was intentionally that way. It right? was intentionally that way. Yeah. yeah. Is it is an easy answer to that is no one is ever a good enough Christian? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh, well, I mean, uh, that is one of the interesting things about that idea of I want to be a good Christian is by definition, Christians aren't good. We're sinners mm. saved by the grace of God. And, mm. and, uh, but what people, people mean something different when they ask the question, they, you know, they well, the, want to live well. I was going to say, isn't yeah. the word enough kind of the like main mm-hmm. word there, right? Yep. That like you can be, I guess it implies that you can be a good Christian, but to be good enough means that there's something on our part, some kind of action on our part right. that we have to do. Right. Which even as I'm saying it, I'm like, no, like grace is free, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was, it was paid for. Period. There's nothing you did or have to do or continue to do yeah. or start doing to like gain that. Yes. Well, and your failures as a Christian don't disqualify you from mm. knowing God and walking with Him, which mm. is kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, but the the feeling of not good enough, I was I was wish, wishing that I could talk more about this idea, mm. but you only have you know, yeah. 35 minutes, right. and I went over that. So, yeah, I was going to say, or uh, 45 not minutes. Not good enough. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that's, um, that's uh, you know, 
interesting about salvation is uh, your uh, your position with God is mm. is uh, unshakable. He's He's prepared a place for you. He's forgiven you wholly and fully. Mm. You are right with God, mm. uh, but your experience of salvation uh, changes depending on uh, how uh, you walk in obedience to what God has called you to do. Like uh, a, a lot of the a lot of the uh, the most un, unhappy Christians hmm. are the ones that are the the most stubborn uh, hmm. when they hear God's voice. Uh, you know, um, hmm. and uh, that's what sanctification does: is it doesn't it doesn't save us, but it helps us to experience the benefits and the blessings of salvation. Hmm. Um, and so, when God calls us to to live in obedience or to say no to sin, it's because He really wants the best for us. Right. Uh, you think about a you know um, a simple example. With kids, right? You tell your kid, like, uh, hey, if you don't pick up those toys, they're probably going to get lost or broken. And or I'm going to step on them and yep. be really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, don't touch the hot the hot oh. stove. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, and you tell them that not not because if they do it, you're going to kick them out of the house. You tell them that because they're going to get hurt. Yeah, they're either going to get hurt or they're going to be sad. Uh, right. And a lot of the times, our kids are hurt and sad because they ignore you. And, mm-hmm. and so, uh, hmm. and that's how it is with God. Hmm. And, uh, hmm. and so it's yeah. not really a question of good enough as much as it is. Uh, are you experiencing all of the good that God has for you? Hmm. That's really good. Are you experiencing all the good that God has for you? Um, yeah, that's great. Um, I love that you're actually talking about this because this really is a great segue into the first example you give. <laughs> I don't even remember which Moses. one it is. Oh, okay. Moses. <laughs> like, which one yeah, is it? No, no. Uh, Moses was the first example yes. that you give. Um, and so, you know, we hear the Lord basically say, like, I've called you to, like, set my people free. Right. And it's you. And you're like, he's just like a shepherd. He's just like a normal dude. And, and he says immediately. Uh, Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. Yeah. And and I I I totally can resonate with with that. That and you actually you know really un- unpacking Moses' story. He says it several times. Yes. It it's not just like one doubtful moment. It's a long chapter of him telling God he's not good enough. Uh, yeah. Yes. And and it's like and and in the end am I right the Lord's like okay fine like I'm going to bring Aaron along with you like yeah. you know you're going to do this, right? You're, you're, you're still going to throw down the staff. You're still going to do all these things that right. I taught you to do. Aaron will do most of the talking, <laughs> right? Do you think that God, do you think that Aaron was a part of God's plan? That is a good question. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what it got me thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, God has a plan for each and every one of us. And, and we don't hear God say that to Moses in the moment, right? Um, but Aaron does play a large part in that process. Sure. Um, because I mean, we don't know Would Moses have finally gotten to a place where he trusted and just did it without Aaron. Don't know. That's not how the story went. Right. 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 Um, do we believe that like amazing things still happen, whether it was Aaron and Moses together? Well, whether it was just going to be Moses by himself, like either way, I think we know that God is going to still do his will. Yeah. Right. That's still going to happen. Whether he uses, this person or a common, right? Right. It's still going to happen. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons that's such a tricky question is because people think about God's will in different ways, Mm. uh, you know, and, um, and how you think about God's will will sort of Hmm. shade, shade what side of the the argument you, you fall on. You tend to, you tend to want to lean on, you know, and, uh, it's how we understand God's sovereignty. So like you could, uh, another, another similar question would be, 
was it God's plan for uh, Adam and Eve to eat from the knowledge mm. of tree and the, the knowledge the, of good and evil? Yeah. The tree of good and evil. Right. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, was that God's plan? Hmm. And, uh, um, you know, I would say no. Right. Uh, and so I'm, I'm leaning towards it wasn't God's plan for Aaron to be the mouthpiece. Right. But God has a way of accommodating our sinfulness hmm. so that we can uh, be saved and have hmm. a right relationship with him. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, I, you know, did God factor in our disobedience? Pro- probably. Probably. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it talks about Jesus being, uh, um, you know, uh, being, uh, exist, you know, he's part of the, the Godhead, the Trinity, but, right. um, uh, you see like, uh, throughout the old Testament, um, the Bible pointing to Jesus, the Messiah, the mm-hmm. savior. So mm-hmm. God had always had designs to, uh, make people right with himself. Right. And uh, you even see it in Genesis 3, uh, the very beginning, the first yeah. the first moment where uh, God's original design gets trampled by our sinfulness. Mm. So, you know, um, I've actually been reading a book. Oh, gosh, I'm I'm going to forget the name of it. I'll look it up while I'm talking. Um, and it is it kind of was unpacking what you're talking about right now. Um, the whole idea of like, so um, live no lies. Um, is the name of the book. That's one of the books we had. By the guy from Portland. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Mm -hmm. Comer. Uh, John Mark Comer. Comer, yeah. Sounds like a musician. (laughs) (laughs) You got to add the middle name. Agreed, agreed. Um, The trifecta name. Um, But yeah, so he does, he kind of talks about what you just brought up right now, the whole Adam and Eve, you know, whether we believe this is like an an actual story and Satan was a snake and actually spoke, you know, like all those. But in the end, the point is, is it's, it's it's the fall of man. It's the it's the um, entrance of sin and the separation of us and God. Yes, that's really what the I mean at the, at the heart of it. And however we want to view that story to be, mm-hmm. that is what we're supposed to understand. There is the whole Bible is really um, like the, a lot of the Old Testament, right? Is our separation from Him, the things we have to do yes. um, to bring that. We were talking about sanctification, just forget, right. Um, the things we have to do in order Mm -hmm. to be right before the Lord. And then Jesus changes all of that in the New Testament by physically coming and being the sacrifice, the one for all to end all sacrifices. Yeah. You see, you see the pattern, the, the, the pattern of, uh, fall and redemption Mm. in the first story in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And then it just gets repeated over and over and over and over again. again. And that, and the Bible talks about Jesus being the fulfillment of, Mm. uh, of, um, the promise or that's, you know, the, the perfect example of mm. what it means to be re- redeemed, redeemed and whole, fully. which is why we, we can lean on the perfection of Christ. Yeah. You know? it, and, and I wonder too, if like, y- you just said it, you know, this is repetitive. We see the same thing over and over again. So, so there's one thing that we are really good at. It's repeating our past, right? <laughs> Pe- people, uh, yeah, we're prone to wander as the the old Psalm says yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the next example you give is Gideon. And I found this one interesting too. Um, because the wording in this one is very specific. He says, you will be strong. And you say this in yeah, the message, yeah, yeah. right? Will be strong. And so it's very possible Gideon already feels like he's not strong enough. Mm-hmm. And if he's if he's already feeling that insecurity, you know, he's actually hearing the Lord say it. There's almost a comfort. It's almost like a twisted, like there is a truth being spoken, but there's also like, oh gosh, I really am not strong enough. Mm-hmm. If he chooses to really hang on those words, it could mean that he doesn't move because yes. he doesn't feel strong enough. Yeah. And God just confirmed that he's not. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, uh, we tend to focus, we tend to focus on, uh, 
what we see right in front of us. Well, and we tend to focus on our deficiencies. Totally. Everything that we are not. Yes. Not all the things we can be or all the things we can strive to be or all the things that we currently Mm -hmm. are. Yes. We really focus on, because it's so much easier to be like, I could... I could just fail because I made a decision not to do anything yeah. or I could try and fail and that's much worse. Yeah. Cause now I, I, you know, I, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And well, all and, of it's self-centered, right? Yep. Well, <laughs> and one of the things that's, I think, I mean, it's a genuine fear for Christians is, uh, and maybe you felt this way, but, uh, if you, if you think God has asked you to do something and you do it and you fail, did, uh, did you fail? Did God not want to help you? Uh, and, uh, and so that's a real fear that we carry into, an act of obedience. Yeah. Did I not have a strong enough faith? Was yeah. it me? What, did did I, mean, I not trust God enough? Did I not listen closely enough? Uh, hmm. And um, and that's one of the real, I mean, one of the real tensions for us as believers and as people prone to perfectionism is uh, we can only see right now. Um, mm. But God is, uh, is uh, hmm. yesterday, today, and, and tomorrow, for tomorrow mm-hmm. forever, right? Forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending on the translation. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the perfect translation, <laughs> Kim? Uh, I don't know. but All of them. <laughs> but but you, you see, we have God who's evaluating, evaluating right now, uh, knowing uh, tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, and we're evalu- evaluating right now only based on what we know about our past. Right, and so we uh, we are not actually that good at deciding what the best option is, and that's why faith is challenging. Is because we don't see things the way that God sees things. Hmm. That's why the Bible says, "Walk by faith, not by sight," it's hmm. because God can see a whole lot more. Hmm. Um, so He's like, "Trust, trust me. Hmm. Uh, trust that you will be strong enough." It's that future tense. Like mm-hmm. you don't actually need to be strong right now, hmm. but when you need to be strong, I will make you strong. Hmm. And uh, but that's. That's a scary thing, but that's what faith looks like. Is yeah, it's amazing when you go back down to like the basic of it, right? I mean, that if you really were to like, if you're struggling with something, if you're like, you, you know, you've got that internal dialogue and you're um, struggling for action or struggling to move or whatever, um, that you, if you just go back down to like, okay, but am I am I trusting the like my at the root of this? Do is my faith strong enough that I trust that what the Lord said? to me is true. Yes. And that I just need to keep taking steps towards that, not having, because, you know, the perfectionist in me is like, what's the full plan? Like, I need to know steps one through 25, you know, in order to fully have, you know, faith that the rest of it will tend to, (laughs) because clearly there's more than 25 steps to get there, right? But. Well, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I get tired easy. I assume. (laughs) No, you're probably right. You know, I don't, I don't know. But my point is just that, like, if you were to just stop and say, is um, is my faith strong enough to trust him? And, o- and really, I only need that one thing. Mm-hmm. There's actually only one step I need to take, and that's just that I have faith and I trust the Lord. Yeah. You give us one step at a time. Yeah. And uh, sometimes the step is don't do anything, uh, mm. which is interesting. I was going to ask, you know, y- you have a—your first villain was doubting— we aren't good enough will keep us from receiving from the Lord. Is doubt not from the Lord? I mean, can can the Lord give... Good question. Yeah. Is there a healthy amount of doubt or is doubt fully just not from the Lord? Yeah. I went back and forth actually in trying to figure out how to best write this point. Hmm. Um, it's a little bit misleading as a point, uh, okay. I think. Uh, but the, the thing that... Um, uh, the, the reason it's misleading is because I think that... Uh, that we have plenty of reasons to doubt ourselves. 
Uh, and, you know, the examples that you use in that point kind of flush it out. Gideon yes. is weak. He is weak. Yes. Uh, Isaiah is sinful. Right. Um, but, uh, but really wanting to make it obvious that, that when we have self-doubt, we're focused on the wrong thing, hmm. which is why I wrote the point the way that I did. Right. And uh, so apologies uh, if that no, was No, no, no. It just – no, I think you wrote it great, but yeah, yeah. it did make me wonder. Totally. And I think uh, perfectionists doubt a lot. And I think, uh, I think that doubt is uh, – uh, it depends on what you're doubting. Uh, hmm. You know, um, when we doubt God, when we doubt God in really any way, uh, it's not good for us, but God doesn't hold it against us. The next point is uh, in Christ there is uh, no condemnation mm-hmm. ever again. Or right. I, I forget. I, I made in it Christ, more absolute. you are good enough to never, to be, never condemned. be condemned again. Yes, never yeah. be condemned again. And uh, and so the cool thing is, is when we doubt God, uh, he doesn't hold it against, he doesn't hold it against us. Hmm. Like when... Uh, um, when I was a, a young, a young man and my, my dad gave me advice and I ignored it, you know, I doubted mm. that he was right. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, uh, uh, so many d- delete my, yeah. delete my phone number, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but it wasn't good for me particularly. Mm. And so, uh, so when we doubt God, it's, it's really never, never good. In fact, uh, faith really is the the thing that pleases God more than anything. Mm. Cause it's this, this, um, uh, movement of our hearts and our actions to trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, but doubt is really valuable when you doubt uh, someone who's giving you bad advice or ungodly right. advice, or you, you doubt that uh, um, the uh, the Instagram example uh, that seems really uh, appealing and mm. satisfying, mm. Uh, uh, you doubt that it actually mm. is everything that it's pretending to be. Mm. Like that, that's like that doubt protects you mm. from following following uh, a half-true hmm. piece of advice or following hmm. an ungodly example. And so doubt can be healthy or it can be destructive. I guess it, you have to ask never, yourself, yeah. what are you doubting? Yes. Because uh, if you're doubting the Lord, what I'm hearing you say is, well, we shouldn't be doing that because he's consistent. He's a truth teller, right? Yeah. He gives us no yeah. reason to not doubt. Right. Well, and, uh, or not and, trust, sorry. and even, even more basic than that, I mean, I think that's, that's all true, but, um, but if we would begin to think about doubting God as, uh, um, missing an opportunity to re- receive something good, hmm. we would do it a lot less. Uh, hmm. Like that's, I mean, faith in many ways, faith is believing that God's way is better than our way. Hmm. And, uh, and oftentimes we don't do the thing God told us to do because we think it's going to be bad for us. Hmm. So for example, uh, oftentimes I hear Christians say, well, I don't want to. I don't want to bring up Jesus because I don't want to ruin the friendship. You know, <laughs> like I don't want to share my faith because I don't think they're going to be very open to mm. it. But but we feel like the Holy Spirit's challenging us to share our faith, or mm. we read it in the Bible and like it's really obvious you're supposed to be a light. You know, uh, you're not supposed to put it under a bushel. Right? No. No. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, that would happen in my head definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I quote that verse, the song, the song plays. Yes. But uh, but we decide that it's going to be bad before we even try. But God says, no, this is the thing that like brings people into the right relationship with me is them mm. knowing, knowing what Jesus did for them on the cross. Yeah. And it's like, uh, wh- how did we decide that that was bad? I still remember um, uh, my buddy Brian calling me. He FaceTimed me. Uh-huh. Uh, um, he was on his way out from a lunch with uh, a family member or something. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited because he shared his faith with this family member. And it was like just this cool reminder that like – if we don't assume that what God has called us to do is bad, oftentimes we get a ton of joy in the hmm. Lord. Hmm. Dude is like more excited than ever seen him, and he's a pretty excitable dude. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, yeah, it, it always stuck. It stuck with me ever since. You know that like hmm. obedience really is pretty satisfying. Hmm. Um, 
Maybe not immediately because there's moments where it's hard. I was just going to say, I feel like, you know, I feel like trust in the Lord is the long play. And and yeah. I, I say that just because like so many times that I look back on old journals or some, you know, you see like yourself praying for something and, and you're, and oftentimes our prayers are like <laughs> giving the Lord, like what we think yeah. should happen. God, I think that this is what you need to yeah. do. Yeah. I'm really praying for this yeah. job opportunity, yeah. this, right. And, and it, and, um, and so when we look back on it and we go, oh, that unpacked much different than I mm-hmm. anticipated at all. And it also took much longer. Yeah. Right. But 10 years out, you can look back and see how God worked along the way. I'll tell you what, one thing I've never experienced, I've never looked back on that stuff and went, man, God really did not show up in that. Yeah. It's, it's like a, never. It's one of the, the cool things about uh, getting older. Like every, mm. every year, every year that I live, I appreciate God's faithfulness more. Mm. And, uh, and so, and that's, which is encouraging to me because I'm, you know, I'm not like, I'm not that old. I don't right. think. Well, I think you said during your life, yeah. I know, I know it's relative. Like, yeah, it's yeah, relative. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, the only time I, I really uh, feel old is, uh, when I get my hair cut and they got the black grape and it's just all <laughs> And you gray. suddenly see all the gray. Yeah. So that's us, maybe not true. I right? don't know. Us ladies, we can dye it more and get away. We can get, yeah. get away with it for longer. Yeah. Um, so all of this got me thinking about, um, hearing from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? So what a lot of your message is, is really pointing people back to the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Over and over again, you are giving different examples of how to do that, how to bring him in your everyday life, how to right. bring him into that meeting, right. as, how to how to pray, because he, he's, he's accessible at yeah. any moment in time, yeah. right? And I think of the times, well, I do that a lot. That's just life, right? I get that. Um, but there have been seasons of time where I'm praying specifically for something and I'm not, I'm not getting an answer. You actually talk about mm-hmm. this, you know? And, um, I think of mother Teresa. I always go back to this example, mm-hmm. mother Teresa and the dark, dark, what was it called? The dark night of the soul uh-huh. is what they called it. Right. There's like it, these long periods of time where really a lot yeah. of her, her adulthood. Yeah. She walked through that where that's actually she, an old, uh, an old book. It was written okay. by a, a third century, um, church father. Okay. I think third, third, third or fifth, but okay. So and, she's and, referencing a book, an old book. You should check it out. It's an easy read. Oh, well, short, I read. have the short read. Yeah. I really like those. <laughs> anyway. So my, Mother but my Teresa, point is that like, she walked we, through a lot of dark. Yeah. We see seasons. this, we see this woman. We can, this sounds bad, but we can measure what she's, we can see her pouring. We can yeah. see she's caring for the sick. She's caring for the orphan. She she's caring things. for those in distress. Yeah. She's pouring out her life for others. And yet she's experiencing this dark, from the Lord. And, and, yeah. and really what it is, it's quietness. The Lord yeah. is not really um, speaking to her, yet she does mm-hmm. keep crying out, yet she does keep pouring out, she does keep praying. She doesn't ever stop doing that, mm-hmm. right? She doesn't ever stop the conversation. And you were kind of talking about like, you know, you should be hearing from the Lord. You should yes. be hearing from the Lord. And yes. so I've, 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 I was like hearing this part of the message and going, okay, should I? What? Yeah, my yeah, perfectionist yeah. is saying, what am I doing wrong then? Mm-hmm. You know, that, yes. that in some of these places... I don't hear him. Yeah. So what am I doing wrong? Well, uh, <laughs> two, two things. Uh, well, I, let, let me answer it this way. Um, when you think about relationships like with people physically, tangible, tangibly in front of you, yeah. uh, you and you're good with – you're not in a fight. You're not in an argument. And, uh, um, and uh, you've say you've talked for an hour okay. and you've run out of things to say. Okay. Is the silence a problem? No. No. And in fact, the silence communicates something. Comfort. 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 Uh, that Security. there's nothing else to there's nothing yeah. else to say. There's nothing else to yeah. do. But you're okay just being. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and what if the moments where God is quiet, uh, it's 
because uh, he is pleased with you. Hmm. You know, like, have you ever thought about that? Because a lot of times perfectionism makes us think, well, I must, I must not be good enough yet. I got to, I got to fix something. I got to do something. Yeah. And God's like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, I just want to like hang. Yeah. I'm Uh, picturing myself like going and doing the thing and then like running back and being like, okay, what's next? Yeah. yeah, Like, what do I, what what next? You did enough. Yeah. You should, you should take a break. Yeah. And sometimes God does that with us. You know, it's like, no, no, you've been faithful. You've been obedient. Like, uh, I've told you what I need to tell you and, uh, don't do anything else. And that's especially that's an that's especially true for people who have high motors, where they're always going and moving and moving. That there will be, I think that there are times when God uh, deliberately doesn't point out a flaw or mm. a sin or a, mm. a habit that could be more mm. effective. Because mm. uh, in Christ, there's no condemnation. In Christ, mm. we're home for the Holy Spirit. Like, mm. uh, and He just wants us to to sit and. Uh, know that we're good. Wow. So that's one thing. The second thing is, I think a lot of the times God is quiet, and this is less of the dark night of the soul example. This is less of the Mo- Mother Teresa example. Yeah. But um, but uh, there are times when God stops telling us stuff because He's already told us a few times, and we've ignored Him. Mm. Uh, and this is uh, an idea mm. that I um, that I learned mm. from reading a book called uh, Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby. Okay. It's an old book. It's a really good book. They they made a new cover, so it looks really. <laughs> Hip and trendy. Little, I was going to say a little hip, but more go, hip. <laughs> go Amazon it right now if you struggle to experience God and to hear his voice. Mm. Um, but, uh, but you know, he talks about this idea that, that there are times when God stops talking because uh, we've stopped listening. That's basically the idea. Mm. So if God tells you, I need you to forgive your coworker, mm. I need you to go have a conversation with them and forgive them, mm. uh, and you won't do it because you're too angry, mm-hmm. then, uh, then because God leads us one step at a time, he's not going to give you the next step because skipping steps is oftentimes where we – find ourselves ruined, you know, mm. uh, where we don't have the character or the life experience or, mm. um, or the, the connection with, with the Holy spirit. We're not keeping right. in step with the Holy spirit in a way that, that will set us up for success mm. down the road. And so he's like, don't mm. skip the step. Don't carry bitterness into the next step, mm. but go forgive your coworker. And so often that's what we do is we, we ignore, we ignore the Holy spirit. We ignore what we're reading in God's word. We ignore what we're hearing on a Sunday because we just don't want to do it. Hmm. And that's oftentimes when God gets real quiet because we know he knows that we know what we're supposed to do. Hmm. And he's just waiting for us to get uh, uncomfortable enough with how we feel to finally obey him. Hmm. And uh, because until we, we obey, obey what God is asking us to do, we, we really don't experience the benefits of being saved. Wow. Like we don't really experience joy and peace. The and fullness life. of and each one of those. Huh? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but there's, there's a, you talked about like looking back on the prayer journal. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. can see how God worked it out 100%. and how God showed up and, and there's a ton of joy in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, if you quit praying or you quit looking at the prayer, you know, yeah, anyway, that's great. Thinking. No, so, that's really, really, really helpful. And yeah. I would say, uh, that, um, that, uh, you, this is just, you just read books and you learn, learn stuff. I don't, I can't take credit for either of those ideas, hmm. but, um, but they're, so if you're a person, I'm not a reader, like you can read, I know <laughs> Wait, you can. Yeah. Uh, and if you struggle with these things, man, go There's read There's also book. a beauty yeah. of what's called auto audible, a- audible.com. Okay. Yeah. It's a podcast. If out you there, do that, get the yeah. subscription. Yes. It's way cheaper per book. Agreed, hundred uh, percent. It's the difference it between forty dollars and fourteen dollars. Yeah, and I, what I find is, you know, uh, you sit there and people will mention a book, and you just pull it up, and you've got, and you've yeah. got this. Li- you you will grow your library, trust me, yeah. very quickly. Yeah, and very you can quickly. save it. You'll use it. Yeah, yeah, you will use it. Um, you also gave an example, and I and I loved this one, um, the D.L. Moody mm-hmm. example. Um, 
because he says so the example is like you know here i have an empty cup yeah right how do we get like the air out of this cup yeah if you're trying to get the air out of the cup how do you do it how do you do it yeah yeah and of course like whoever if you're if you're like me i was like okay let me think here how do you how do you put, <laughs> can't tip it you, over i mean there's air yeah. I mean, there's air, air everywhere, right? And yeah, then you yeah, said, yeah. like, somebody mentioned, like, you can vacuum suck it out, you yeah, know, and, like, in, and he was like, could. yeah. <laughs> and so he just starts, like, pouring water into the cup, and yeah. you just have this moment of, like, huh. Yeah. Like, am I, my immediate thought that all four times I've heard you say this now, because I listened to your message four times, am I allowing the Holy Spirit to be, like, poured into me? Yeah. Because that's the visual, right? Mm-hmm. That is what we're supposed to be seeing. We yeah. are the cup. Yeah. And we want to be filled up with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We want to be filled up with um, his love and his understanding. And he wants to fill us up. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So the question is, is are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it look like to do that? Mm-hmm. And you kind of go through towards the end of that message, right? You talk about some of the actionable steps. Like, are you are you, are you you seeking the Lord? Are you, um, you know, are you confessing your sin? Are you, right? You go through. Yeah, a couple um, things you can do. And mm-hmm. Totally. And uh, so the question is, um, what else can you do? Or, no, the question is, why Why do you think, why do we think that we don't recognize that's, that's all we have to do? Like, why? why is it? I understand we're looking for, as perfectionists, we're always looking for the, like, what to do mm-hmm. step. Yes. And yet we, like, really far down those suggestions in our mind is the, like, pray about it. Mm-hmm. Ask ask the Holy Spirit, like, um, are you being filled up? Like, it's almost like, it's almost like it feels like it's a trick question, <laughs> right? Maybe, yeah. It feels like yeah. it. Because in the, in the time, in the moment, I think, and especially many perfectionists, again, I felt like I'm... I, that's me. I'm a perfectionist, and we'll get into the perfectionist type A and type B. But what do I need to do? Is like the like mantra. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? And because it's not a tangible thing, it's not like a read a book and do it. You know, like it's not it's not as tangible. Like, am I just stopping long enough to like allow the Holy Spirit into this space? into this conversation, mm-hmm. into this insecurity, into this question, into the whatever, right? Right. right. Um, why why is it that we don't go to that place faster? Mm-hmm. Like why why is it that we run on a treadmill for so long and then until we're exhausted and finally go, oh right, like God can be a part of this. Yeah. It's a good question. It's a it's a mo- <laughs> it's a motivation question. Mm. Like why why are we motivated mm. towards performance and not towards receiving from the Lord? And I think it's different. People have different reasons for not going to the Lord. Mm. Um, you know, for w- one is the love, the love of the world or sin. Right? The Bible mm. says if you if you love the world, you you don't love. Yeah, you're opposed to me. That's yeah. what First John mm-hmm. says. Um, and uh, so that's that's one. Um, uh, one is um, fear. We're afraid that God won't do the thing that we think He needs to do. Uh, sometimes we're impatient, mm. which is. Uh, I'm guilty of impatience a lot. I'm like, I want God. I want you to fix this now, mm. and then it takes them. It takes mm. them longer than I think it should. Mm. Mm. And so, uh, so there's different. I think there's different, um, different reasons that people don't go to the Lord first. Um, yeah. And uh, so it's hard to. It's hard. Like if if it was like a person in front yeah. of me, I'd ask yeah. some. Yeah, yeah, some pointing questions. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think sin, impatience, yeah. um, fear, yeah, um, are are some big ones that in my mind, Ben, I'm going to like the basics, 
this is so, so I don't know. I'm just, this is a thought as I'm, as Ben is talking the basics and I'm are good. thinking of like, how could I implement this more? And, and honestly, guys, I, I really do go to the Lord for a lot of this. So I'm speaking from a lot of past experiences, sure. really. Sure. Um, but uh, post it. <laughs> like a post it note? Yeah. Just like a post it that yeah. says, like, go to the Lord or ask the Lord, mm-hmm. like in all the places. So above your sink. Yes. Um, on your steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> you got like a, your, I don't know what the sun does to a post-it on the, your steering wheel. It's like it melts it to your steering wheel. Great. So it's a then, fire hazard. So then forever you, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but like in all the places Reminders. that you visually will see to get into the habit of it, like just go to the Lord. The reminder thing is interesting. You know, it reminded me of, uh, you guys remember the old WWJD bracelets? Yes. What would Jesus do? <laughs> yes. And even 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 when we remind ourselves of things as Christians, it's like, what should I do? You know? Yeah. Uh, but I love that the, the idea of reminding reminding ourselves of what God has done for us in Christ, mm. which is uh, which is always supposed to be the starting point. Yeah. Is, uh, we're forgiven in Christ. Yeah. We're united to yeah. God through Christ. Uh, yeah. We have the Holy Spirit because of what, what Jesus has done. And yeah. So reminders are good. It reminds me also of, uh, you know. Um, I work with uh, young adults. I've been working with young adults for uh, at North Point for you the said last seven years. Yeah, seven years in April, uh, so not not too far off. Slow and, clap. Uh, <laughs> it's always slow claps in college <laughs> yeah. college ministry. If you ever want That's a slow life. clap, life is yeah. slow claps. But uh, you know, uh, I uh, th- there's a lot of guys that struggle with sexual integrity issues, and mm. you're like, how do I how do I stop? And mm-hmm. you know, I'm remi- I, I've started to really use this this tool with students. Is the Bible says God is, uh, or the Bible says that. Um, uh, in Psalms, David he writes, "I've hidden your word in my heart that I might yes. not sin against you." And and that's actually that's actually one of the things that I invite students to do is yes. just put scripture everywhere, put it yes. where you can't ignore it, put it in places mm. of temptation, mm. and uh, and it's amazing how many guys uh, just doing that gets them free. Mm. Um, and uh, but even the doing is about receiving, mm. and I think that that's um, that's a that's a great um, rule of thumb mm. for walking with God is. Your your default mode should be like to live just with your hands, hands open. open. It's like God, what do you want to give to me right now? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give me your help? Do you mm-hmm. want to give me the truth? Mm-hmm. Do you want to give me uh, your love? Do you mm-hmm. want to give me uh, a kick in the pants? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. might be. So, um, last two quick thoughts here. I love how you finish and and um, basically you were like. Um, you started this practice of praying over your calendar is what you said. Like yeah. Praying over the things you add or yeah. take away. Or like yeah. Read, read books, <laughs> read my friends. Books, people, yeah. Read books. Um, and so you were saying like, what I, you know, I bet, I bet what would happen <laughs> if you went on, you know, northpoint.org slash events mm-hmm. or slash now and you prayed over these things and said, Lord, do you want me, what do you do want this. me to do or yeah. not do here? You said, I guarantee some of you would stop coming to all, so, so many things yeah. because you were here all the time. Yep. And some of you would start coming to things. Yep. If you were allowing the Holy Spirit to yep. actually move your actions, I think so. I think I mean, you're right. I'm not the Holy Spirit, but right. No, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, cha- so challenge out there for you guys to do that. Yeah. To do exactly the thing we're talking and it's about. It's easy. It doesn't yeah, take a exactly. lot of time. So simple. So simple. And uh, you know, and I, you know, I, I imagine there's so many things I wish that I could have said to you on Sunday, but I guess that's that's the benefit <laughs> of being here. But you're like, well, I, I I'd love to do that, but how do I know I heard? I heard from the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, like yeah. how do I hear God's voice? Again, Experiencing God by Blackaby is a great book for that. There's mm-hmm. lots of good books for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
Um, but, you know, I love one of the verses that really hit me um, a few years ago, maybe four years ago, was in John 10. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. Uh, they recognize it and they follow mm. after me. Mm. And uh, and one of the things um, that uh, that happens when you begin to listen to God, expect him to answer, is you begin to recognize his voice. Um, yes. And you begin to recognize what's not his voice. You yes. Know, is this... Is this me just thinking a weird thought or yeah. is this the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And so as you're learning to recognize God's voice, mm. one of the things you can do praying through calendar, praying through mm. northpoint.org uh, backslash now or events, <laughs> uh, just a little plug there, uh, is you can you can ask God, hey, is – is uh, so for example, we have um, uh, morning prayer. Yeah. So Tuesday morning prayer. Guys, is this something you want me to be at? Mm. And you hear you hear the word no scroll through your brain. Yeah. You know, the internal yeah. thought. Yeah. No. And you're like, God, is that me or is that you? And then, and then uh, a lot of the, a lot of the times, the next thought will be, well, yeah, I just don't like waking up early. And then mm. you're like, oh, like that's mm. clearly me. Yeah, I use the yes. I use the word I. Yes, uh, and uh, and you'll have these these moments of of uh, the Holy Spirit helping you discern mm. the difference. Mm. And and honestly, uh, when you when you talk about hearing God's voice, usually you should say things like. I think God is leading me to, or mm. I think God is telling me, mm. be careful not to say God told me, because mm. sometimes we're wrong. But mm. the good news is that uh, there's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus. Grace, right? <laughs> and uh, and that, that, man, if we're humble in, um, in following the Lord, he'll, he'll uh, be gracious with mm. us when we are not following, following him. <laughs> and so I would just say, man, listen, clarify, man, ask God questions and then give him a minute to, to answer yeah. and... Yeah. And do it. It's cool. Yeah. It's like a lot of it's a lot of fun to you know have confidence that God's leading yeah. you, and it's not your personality, your preference, yeah, yeah. determining your life. So yeah, hundred percent. Hey, as we close things up, I'm just going to grab a question from the back here, um, and I want you to answer it um, for yourself. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're on your go on the go. Just not me. You know, them. No, 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 yeah, no, not Ben. Ben's okay. not answering this. I'm not you, answering listener, this. It's all you. you listener. It's all you. <laughs> We're throwing to you. In what ways can you combat feelings uh, you may have been imp- that you are imperfect. Um, combating those feelings, what is one practical way that you can battle those feelings this week? Um, yeah, let us know what things are working for you. Drop them in the comments. Drop them in the comments. Or fill out a connection card. Fill out a connection However you want to do it. Yeah. We just want to hear from you. Tell, tell your small group. Yeah. Share it with somebody. Confess your sins to each other, right? Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe it's some yeah. sinful something that's keeping you feeling imperfect, yeah. or some lie that you've been listening to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Confess it. When you answer the question, act on it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're done. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you. You tell me, um, guys. I'll do the thing that Ben says I never do. But you're right. Hey, make sure that you subscribe to our channel, whether that's on YouTube or whether you're listening um, on Spotify or any of those places. Apple Podcasts. That's yep. usually where I listen to. Like and subscribe. Um, like and subscribe. These are great ways. This, th- these are conversation starters. We're we're having the conversation so that it can start the conversation um, for your small group or for you guys or for you yourself as you're going yeah. about your day yeah. to be thinking further about the things that we pour so much energy into on Sunday, right? Messages totally. and thinking through um, how to sharpen each other. Totally. Right? Well, and truly, like, uh, this is a cool opportunity. If you're if you're not comfortable talking about God with coworkers or mm. family members, send them, send them a link to our YouTube channel yeah. and let them, let them start the conversation yeah. by listening and yeah. then... Uh, see um, what happens. See what happens. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Thanks safe. so much. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, I think Ronnie's given the message this weekend. Yeah, breaking free from habitual sin, which is going to be so helpful. Oh, my goodness. All right. 
Watch back. Listen back on Sunday. We'll see you there, and we'll be back in a week. All right, y'all. See you. Have a good one. Bye.